Hello and welcome to the Mixed Era Rap Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B. Wise. This is a podcast where we talk about hip-hop from boom bap to trap. We are a group of hip-hop enthusiasts from multiple eras trying to bridge the gap in hip-hop. My co-hosts are Kev, Terrell, and Malcolm. Malcolm, tell them where they can find us on social media. You can follow us on Twitter at Mixed Era Rap and on Instagram at Mixed Era Rap Pod, P-O-D. All right, really appreciate that, Malcolm. So for today's episode... We're going to be doing an album review and stream or no stream of our boy Soldier Boy's new project, Big Draco. Then we're going to be doing one of our favorite segments, and that's The Flavor. And then finally, we have a new segment called Talking Hip Hop, where we'll be talking about the current topics that are going on in hip hop today. So let's jump into it with our boy Soldier Boy's project, Big Draco, and the first song that we thought was notable from the project, and that was Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy. Say something crazy about me and Soldier, then we at your neck. Shorty just told me she hungry, I told her to chill, we got food on the jack. Take off from LA, then land in Atlanta, you know that I brought me a pack back. Niggas is claiming my old work, man, I had Kim K with Soldier, don't crank that. It's 2021, me and Draco, and we back, we ain't taking no losses. Man, I'm too big to be talking the middle, man, don't just show me who your boss is. No, I don't follow religions, but I had to go ahead and ice off the crosses. For sorry for you if you crossed us. Fuck a pandemic, we back outside label that's calling me, fuck them, I'm dropping shit. Yeah. Fuck, I look like taking orders from niggas, I like all y'all rappers, I own my shit. Soldier cool women, I'm magic, I promise you, don't want no static, you never... That's what's up, man. Check that out. That is Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy. So let's jump into it with Terrell. Terrell, what were your thoughts on Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy? It was really good to see them put their different set aside to make still make songs together. I was growing up with them when, when they started doing their little songs together, collaboration. And it was so it was so breathtaking to see that they still like to entertain their audience and also they like to give back to the community and I really did appreciate when they did the verses together because they played all the throwback songs that when I was listening to when I was growing up and I fell in love with and all the people who they broke out as well, which was very funny and phenomenal. So this song right here was a good song on his on his album and I like it. Yeah, that's what's up, Terrell. Appreciate that. Uh, for me, man, let me just say that this was probably my favorite song off of the project. I enjoyed Bow Wow when he first came out and I enjoyed watching his career progress. You know, uh, an Atlanta kid that uh, came out to do well and I appreciate it. You know, some of the distractions he's had was a problem overall, but in general, it was it was nice. And um, Soldier Boy, hey, you know, his thing is his thing. If you if you if you like what he does, what he what he puts out, I, I you know, I can't knock you for me. It's just not uh, the best quality for me. But uh, this song was very, very nice. I truly enjoyed it. Uh, let's jump into it with uh, our anchorman. Kev, what were your thoughts on Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy? Yeah, I, I think I'm I'm right along the lines with you. You know, these these two young men have had careers and they started off so young, but to still to be relevant in today's time is is it's a testament to their their skill and their talent and for them to come together in this type of format for the song, I think it was good on both of them, and and I really you know I really enjoyed it and and I kind of, and a part of me wish it was like a whole project, but you know between their verses and then going to record the song, I, I liked it that they was able to come together and do that. 
That's what's up, Kev. Really appreciate that. Let's jump in it with uh, the youngest in charge. Malcolm, what were your thoughts on Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy? Funny play on uh play on the word play on the play on the um verses when you talk about the title of this song. I enjoyed it. Wasn't my favorite from the album, but it was one of my top three. Bow Wow, I mean he's Bow Wow. It's cool to hear him. You know, I haven't heard him rap in a in a while. Enjoyed hearing his hits toward the latter end of his popularity. And uh it was just phenomenal to see both of them collab. Um after all that marketing they did they did during the um verses and during the um I guess I guess the build up to the the verses. So I enjoyed it and I enjoyed this song. So all right, appreciate that. Uh Malcolm, let's uh jump into it with the next song that we thought was notable from the album, and that was Revenge. Oh yeah, A D. Let's go. Hey. Back in the trap where I want some revenge. Ain't talking about nothing. Sending location, I'm ready to spin. When I walk in the door, boy, I just can't a hit. Trying to diss by the bitch, boy, you sound like a simp. I've been fucking that bitch. Guess I'm a pimp. When I'm in the strip club, I got 2010. I've been fucking your bitch since 2010. Got location, I'm off for probation. I can't wait to spin. Bitch, Draco, I want some revenge. 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 Let's do it. Bitch, Draco, I want some revenge. Revenge. All right, and that was Revenge by Soldier Boy off of the Big Draco uh, project. Uh, let's jump into it with uh, Kev. Kev, what were your thoughts on the song Revenge from the Big Draco project? I, I actually liked it. It's, you know, it, it was kind of unexpected for me because I, I feel like Soldier Boy does so much hyping up of who he is and his career. I thought he would take like another lane to kind of go down, but the, um, to kind of have that sound of today's hip hop or music or whatever, it wasn't disappointing, but um, it just kind of, he kind of fits the mold, but he doesn't sound bad fitting the mold. So it was, you know, it was okay, but I just, you know, I just, like I said, I anticipate him going in another direction, but it still was fine, you know, hearing him sound like everybody else. Yep, I feel you on that one too, Kev. For me, uh, almost the same uh, sentiments. You know, this is just his pocket of the type of stuff that he thinks uh, the the audience wants to hear. And uh, we will see based on uh, the album sales or streams if this is going to be the way to go. Uh, I just, (laughs) it's a tough one. You know, uh, he's been in the game for a long time. He's made quite a bit of money. You would think that he would have had some experiences that were, enough to give him a better outlook on uh, life, but he seems to still be in that same space. So man, with that, this is what you get. All right. So let's move into it with the youngest in charge. Malcolm, what were your thoughts on Revenge by Soldier Boy? Phenomenal production, phenomenal production. Um, I enjoyed this song the most out of, out of the whole album. That was, this was my favorite song. I'm not sure of, the substance was there. I mean, wasn't looking for it from this type of artist. But, you know, I just feel as though this is the most, this would be the the best song to go on the radio um, other than the Bow Wow um, versus Soldier Boy because, you know, you also have that big name, Bow Wow. Um, but, yeah, I really enjoyed this song. This is, it was, I mean, phenomenal production all throughout this album, let's just say. I mean, I have to make that, make that known, but... Other than that, this was 
the revenge was was a was a good song. I mean, he has his niche, and he knows how to still make songs that people can can play and listen to, and not have a problem with playing because it doesn't say too much. Has a beat in the background, and it sounds like he's saying something. So you can put it on in the background any basketball game, on the radio, a possible beginning of a party before people get there, events in the background, like some of the stuff like that. So I just feel as though Soldier Boy, he knows how to make hits and knows how to make hip-hop songs. Gotta love it, man. Yep, that's what's up. I feel you. Let's move into it and let uh, Terrell anchor this one. Terrell, what were your thoughts on the track Revenge from the Big Draco Project? It was an okay song. wasn't my real cup of tea, but it was noticeable on this album. It was, I don't know what to say about it. Like I, The beat was good. Don't get me wrong. I like the beat, but I feel like the flow of this was kind of rushed a little bit to how... Soldier Boy is, and I wish, and I kind of do wish there was a little bit more, another feature on this track as well. I feel like it was another feature, like another down south rapper that was featured on this. I don't know who I could say I would like to see on this fe- a feature on this song, but I feel like another feature on this on this song would have made the song a lot better. All right, I feel you on that, uh, Terrell. You're probably right on that. Uh, it, it was a little overload of. Soldier Boy on this particular track, as well as a couple of other tracks, he just kind of overloaded it. What uh, his feature tracks with features on it were definitely worthwhile. Um, I think his biggest radio cut for me is going to be Bop, but you know, I, I, I it's not that Bop is a favorite of mine, but I think that that type of in today's climate, that type that type of song is going to be hot for him. So now we're going to move into the third song that we thought was notable from the project, and that was Track Hawk. No, that's a hundred blocks. Whipping that pot so hard, I done broke the pot. Hitting the feet, this shots on standing if I see her. Oh. Sitting on the back seat of that fat on my clock car. Scarface, mention your own sitting at the tippy top. We in at your city block. This Cartier watch costs 50 blocks. This Draco that I hold, it'll shoot and make you did it. Bro, big Draco, sliding around at me and Tato. They gon' blitz when I say so. Play with a pussy jet like Plato. Shooter gon' blitz when I say so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And that was Trackhawk. I'm going to jump in first on this one and say that, again, he was in his pocket doing what he does. And uh, this song, uh, you know, is a perfect example of uh, the limit that he has in his life. And that is, you know, let me spit some violence and uh, and, uh, you know, some boasting on the track. And uh, for me, it just wasn't it just I wasn't feeling it. So uh, let's jump into it with um, Terrell Turbo. Your thoughts on Trackhawk. I like this was my favorite song on this album. It was a, it was really a like a beast song to hype you up. I just I like the song. This is I add this song on my playlist. Like it's just amazing. And I can't get enough look I was just listening listen to the song like before we started the show and I was just getting to get myself hyped up and this is like I said, this is one of my favorite so- songs and I would be streaming this album. All right, that's what's up, uh, Terrell. I feel you on that. It definitely, it's a hype song. You know, I, I can see the younger generation uh, 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 getting behind this based on uh, 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 the beat. The beat was definitely hype. So let me not uh, 
totally shit on it. Let me give it some love that the production was nice, just like Malcolm said. And uh, uh, that's that's what it is. So let's jump into it with Malcolm. Malcolm, what were your thoughts on the track, Track Hawk? For the most part, not top tier. When you come to, when you talk about um, the best songs from this project, he did a good job with putting a decent amount of songs for this cat for the catalog for the audience i feel like not too much diversity when you talk about um what you get with the production or substance throughout but i just feel like he has like how many songs 15 16 maybe that's that's very that's that's good i feel like it's it's very very good when you talk about comparing these the big names right now coming out with between 10 and 12 possibly 10 and and 10 to 14 songs total and that's generous because yeah they don't and then and then longer than two minutes it's very generous because uh not these not too many um artists do that these days but gotta give him his credit when you talk about big draco as a whole will recommend people streaming this but yeah i believe this song as a, it just gives you a this song alone gives you a just a personification of what you're what you're about to listen to on this on this this once you once you dive in to listen to Big Draco. Because I mean there's some gems in this in this project, but it's it's heavy, heavy uh eight oh eight dance upbeat and and soldier boy trying to spit. Yeah, I definitely got you on that one. Uh Malcolm, it was twelve tracks on this album and I appreciated I tell you for real, I appreciate the length of the songs because you can listen to all 12 tracks in under 30 minutes. <laughs> and for someone that wasn't enjoying the project that much, it was, <laughs> it was, it was refreshing to not have to sit through it. Cause you know, some of these cats, you know, they putting out 20, 22 songs and you got to sit there and try to, you know, push your way through it. And it, it's, it's, it's very difficult. Anyway, let's jump into it with our anchorman. Kev, what were your thoughts on the track track Hawk from the big Draco project? In, in the words of Dave Chappelle, I wish I had more hands to give this more thumbs down. I, I wasn't feeling the song at all. I don't, it just, no, it didn't sound like music to me or rap or whatever you want to call it. It was just uh, all over the place. And, and I, and I'm, I mean, you know, I, I got so lost in it. I don't even know what he was really talking about, to be honest with you. I wasn't, it wasn't nothing. I will listen to it again, and and I and I'm glad I listened to it one time, so I got it out my system. All right, that's what's up. So now we're gonna jump into uh, the uh, overall project and uh, streamer no stream, and I'll jump off with this one and just say for me, the Big Draco is a no stream. I think there are a couple cuts on there worthwhile listen to, and uh, those songs will get picked up by the Billboard and enjoy those and uh, keep it moving on the whole project. So let's jump into it with the youngest in charge. Malcolm, what are your thoughts? Stream or no stream on the Big Draco project? You all should support this man and stream his music. All right. That's what's up. Stream for uh, Malcolm. Now let's jump into it with uh, Terrell. Terrell, stream or no stream on the Big Draco project? I'm the same with Malcolm. Y'all need to give a chance and stream this, listen to it, and love it. All right, there's another stream, and then we'll let our anchor man finish us off. Uh, the Big Draco Project, Kev, stream or no stream? It's a no for me. 
I, I, you know, I can kind of understand where he's trying to go, where he wants to have a similar sound as everyone else to to generate some type of buzz. But like I said before, I just feel like he should have went in a different lane because he puts so much hype around who he is and his career that sound like everybody else kind of takes away from all this hype that you give it. So, like I said, it's a no for me. All right, I feel you on that, uh, Kev. We appreciate everybody's uh, input on our stream or no stream. And that was our review of Soldier Boy's project, Big Draco. All right, and so now we're going to move into uh, one of our favorite uh, segments, and that is the flavor. All right, so we all know the rules of flavor. Each one of uh, the of our co-host uh, chooses a song that one of none of us have heard before the uh, the episode, and we play it, and we give our unadulterated thoughts on the pick. All right, so we'll jump into it with the first pick from Terrell. All right, and that was Is That Your Chick by Memphis Bleak, the lost version with Jay-Z, Twista, and Missy Elliott. So let's jump into it with uh, Kev. Kev, what were your thoughts on Terrell's pick? Kind of surprised he went old school this week. You know, it was a decent song when it first came out. It's been so long ago. I don't know if I remember hearing this version of it, but it still, you know, it still holds up in today's time. Yeah, I feel you on that, Kev. For me, I can tell you that, yeah, I appreciate him uh, digging in the crates on this one because I haven't, with me spinning as much as I spent this song, I had not heard this version with uh, Twista and um, Jay-Z on it. So definitely, uh, I appreciated it for uh, what it was. It was a good effort. Uh, Memphis was on a nice little run when this song came out. Missy was running everything on the female side. So, you know, definitely appreciated this one. Um, let's uh, jump into it with Malcolm. Malcolm, what were your thoughts on uh, Terrell's pick? Really enjoyed this song. I at first thought it was Mary, but then I listened a little better and and knew who it was. Twista. I uh, could have done without him. I really like this song, though. Really enjoyed this. This was a, I never heard this, actually. So it's um, something I'll probably have to go back and... Well, see, see, I'm not a big Jay-Z fan. Never really, really dived into his discography. So I guess I'll have to do that. Didn't, I've heard heard a lot about Memphis, so I, I'm not sure if I should bat eye toward his music or not. I don't know if it's worth, worth any time. But um, yeah. All in all, I really enjoyed this. Thank you for this one, Terrell. All right. That's what's up, uh, Malcolm. Appreciate that. Let's jump into it with the person who chose this. Terrell, why did you choose Is That Your Chick, the Lost Version? 
So this week I was on BET and they had the um like a movie show of Mentally when he was doing the concert in Philly. They had like a documentary and stuff and he brought up he had Jay Z, he had Missy Missy Elliott, he had Beyonce, he had so many people at this concert, he had Freeway, all this at this concert, and I said, Dawn, I forgot about Mentally how he was back in the days and then they played this song on the um, documentary, and I said, wait, I heard the original song. I didn't know they had the lost one with they had um, Jay-Z and Twister on there. And I said, nah, this right here was a classic. And I said, I had to, and we've been doing so many shows, we haven't gave roses to Missy Elliott, how she been, how she been in the game for so many years, how she changed the game for so many years. And I said, to have her on this track with Jay-Z, Twista, and Memphis on here. And I said, nah, she changed the game for every woman out there who wanted to do music. And I said, I had to put play this song for the flavor to throw it, make just do a throwback. And that's why I picked the song. All right. That's what's up, uh, Terrell. We appreciate that one a lot. Now we're going to jump into our man Kev's pick. And here we go. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I ain't overzealous, but ain't shit that you could tell us. Our discography is aging like Tracy Ellis. New season, green lip for next year. We two season, OGs and Vetsy. Work with faves and stayed away from idols to my work and wage was matching the job title. My mindset since the record set. Longevity and legacy is where it's set. Just know that thoughts are things that you're actively harvesting and think before you speak because the universe is listening. Interesting. I'm new to the city coming through yeah man that was it so the song we just heard was so good featuring cooley high and that's by the group tanya morgan and that was kev's pick so let me jump into it and just say hey this man (laughs) he has done it and for me he deserves one thing Yo, this track here, I'm telling you, is the truth for me. I, I uh, Kev has been trying his best to put me up on Tanya Morgan for quite some time now. Um, and through my hectic schedule, I've only been able to hear maybe one or two of their cuts. But this track here for the summertime, this is everything. Uh, this will be my anthem for the rest of the summer. And I'd just like to say thank you to Kev. Uh, super appreciative. Uh, the 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 wordplay. The, the, the lyrics, how they wrote the beat, the production, everything was just excellent on this track. So let me stop, uh, 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 you know, with my kudos and move on to uh, Malcolm. What were your thoughts on So Good by Tanya Morgan? This is a man. This is a group of Tanya. two men. Understood. Okay. All right. Phenomenal. You all did your thing with you. Well, well we haven't heard everyone's flavor yet, but. We're two for two right now, um, with with good good uh, good choices. I'll have to I'll have to go listen to more Tanya Morgan. This is a phenomenal song, productions phenomenal, the cadence, just the, the flow, everything was great. Um, I could listen to this all day. I feel you on that one, uh, Malcolm. Really appreciate it. Let's move on to Terrell. Terrell, what were your thoughts on "So Good" featuring Cooley High by Tanya Morgan? I haven't heard this song in a minute. 
and I remember my uncles playing this song, DJing this song, and I'm like, this brought me back when I was a little kid, and I was like, yo, I forgot, I slept on this song, I forgot about it, and I was like, it was just, I, it brought me back to when I was younger, seeing my uncle playing his playing on his turntable with this song, mixing it with different songs, and I remember when he mixed this song with, I forgot who it was, it was another I don't know who it was. Um, I forgot who the other track was. And he, wait, how he spinned it off in the middle of it. And I said, whoa, wait a minute, run that back. And that's when I fell in love with music after I heard this song where he mixed it with somebody else. And I forgot, I'm trying to think who it was. But just just bringing me back to I was a little kid. And I want to say thank, thank you, Kev, for bringing this song because it's going back to when I was a little kid. But thank you. Yeah, that's what's up, uh, Terrell. Really appreciate that. Now, let's move on to the person who chose this song. Kev, why did you choose for the flavor So Good featuring Cooley High from Tanya Morgan? Like like you said, you know, I'm always stamping Tanya Morgan. So just to see them even hook up with, like, some underground legends that a lot of people don't even know. And Cooley High. Cooley High is another group that doesn't get a lot of recognition just these two groups that, you know, they make great music and rarely gets talked about as far as either underground M artists or anything like that. So, you know, um, Cootie has been, hasn't really made anything in a long time. And at one point I, I think they were supposed to be broken up, but I remember one of the last things they did, they Rhapsody was actually, you know, part of the group later on, but, um, you know, just these two, groups coming together and creating this uh, this sound was just it was just you know just dope since i was like man this is great even when it was advertising before it dropped i knew it was gonna be a good song and and it was like as soon as i heard it i was like this is it and i'm glad that you know everybody enjoys it and you know support both groups you know appreciate that uh kev so let's move into it with uh, my pick and here we go all the way from Brooklyn to Poznan, you know what I'm saying? USA to the PL, this how we do it. It's ghetto to ghetto, baby. Back street to back street. We hold it up hardcore, I'ma tell you like this, check it out. Truth be told, MCs fold when I explode. Don't try to decipher the code, I'm breaking the mold. Navigating the circumference of the globe. Fuck what you heard or been told. Believe that shit, you'll be left out in the cold. Clowns lay down or get burned up like a stove. In the end, you're witnessing the sinister grin as I'm killing you slow. Talking shit, but I be drilling these holes. You barely need a block. I'm crossing the world exercise. Yeah, man, and that was Truth Be Told by our man Guru the Damager, and it was featuring Lil Dap. So let's get into it with the youngest in charge. Malcolm, what were your thoughts on my pick, Truth Be Told by Guru the Damager? Um, I appreciate whoever this artist is bringing back real hip-hop, golden age sounding of hip-hop, you know? I'm sure this is a sample of, um, I can't recall what song it is, but it sounds very familiar. I mean, love the content. I mean, the, the sample was great. Just all in all, another, just three for three. Three for three. Hopefully the last one will be will solidify the four for four for great songs for the flavor. All right. Appreciate that. Uh, Malcolm, let's jump into it with Terrell. Terrell, what were your thoughts on my pick, Truth Be Told by Guru the Damager? I never really heard your songs before. And I'm trying to... Wait, who is this by again? Guru the Damager. 
I never heard of him before. So now, now that I'm hearing about them for the first time, now I gotta do my research on them and stuff. But this was a good song, a good classic song, and I like it. All right, that's what's up. Let me jump into it with our anchorman. Uh, Kev, what were your thoughts on my pick, Truth Be Told by Guru the Damager featuring Little Dap? When it, when it first came on, I, I knew it was an old school artist, but I didn't know who it was. But then when I heard Little Dap's voice, I got real excited and I was hoping that Malachi the Nutcracker was coming right behind him and saying something. But I knew it was somebody within that family. It was it was great to hear, you know, J. Rose still doing it. And and I think he has something he just released or coming out soon. Um, the only complaint I had is is the, the engineering of the song. It wasn't the best. I wish, you know, it was, you know, just done a little bit better. And, and and I feel like his song would have more of an impact if whoever the engineering or producer could have just did a little bit more fine-tuning. But, I mean, overall, you know, I enjoyed it. And it, it was good to hear J. Rule. was good to hear Dap. And it kind of just take back, you know, take me back to when Gangstar was really doing it out here. That's what's up. Appreciate that, Kev. For me, the reason why I chose this song again, I listened to a lot of music throughout the week and I saw Ja Rule uh, had put out something and I was like, man, let me check it out. And then I heard Lil Dap and was like, oh, this is going to be crazy cool. But I feel Kev on his critique of the engineering and production. And uh, unfortunately, this is what plagues most of our older artists who are still trying to put out music is that they don't have the best quality production available and engineering available so you get some of these um, great tracks but they don't match up well so it doesn't pick up the traction that it needs in order to be very popular amongst uh the current day uh you know music enthusiasts but again this was a solid effort and i really really enjoyed it so uh now we'll jump into the next track uh that was brought to us in the flavor by malcolm and uh here we go Let the fan play, fan play, fan play, fan play. Yeah. Yo, walk hard all of my kings. I'm one hustling young. I got rank stuff all of my dinner. Yeah, yeah. I'm one money getting You know that I keep me up. Yeah, I stay down there. My money got bigger. Now they calling me Mr. Clock. Yeah. Mr. Don't all his options. Mr. Flex a lot. Yeah, Mr. Stack it till it rot. All right, and that was Mr. Glock 2 by Young Dolph featuring Key Glock. So let's jump into it with Terrell. Terrell, what are your thoughts on Mr. Glock 2 by Young Dolph? I'm trying to figure out, Malcolm, you be looking into my playlist? Because I dig got the song on my playlist too, bro. How you know about the song, bro? I like it. I didn't really did. I didn't even. I hadn't. I didn't mean to um actually listen to this project. I was driving. I don't really listen to a lot of music these days because I don't really enjoy a lot of music. But when I had turned on the, I just turned on Young Dolph's album and was intrigued by the 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 cover. It was very interesting. The Illuminati had his eye red. It was some weird mess. But I just I turned it on and started playing and then kept playing while I was driving. And I was like, it doesn't sound too bad. So I had it was like three songs of four songs that were 
that were pretty good, but out of the whole project. Yeah, because like when I also was skeptical when I heard when I seen the album cover too, it could that album cover could have been something else, but as well when I was listening to it as well, this is the first song I listened to that I said, oh yeah, add this to my playlist, and I was like, and I've been bumping this song since the song, since the album came out, and this isn't even one of my was, favorites. Exactly. See, me and him. That's why the youngest we always stick together because we always we got the same taste in mind. So let's see what the old heads gonna say about this song. All right, that's what's up, fellas. Appreciate that. Let's move on to uh, Kev. Kev, what were your thoughts on Mr. Glock 2 by Young Dolph featuring Key Glock? <laughs> I wasn't feeling it too much. I don't know. I, I like, it's it's not too many times I like songs where, where a rapper is not kind of like flowing or rapping on the beat. I, I don't care for too many songs. It, it has to be something real, real special. It just, it just sometimes it just has like a sound that doesn't, all, that goes all over the place. So it was kind of hard to focus on whatever he was talking about because I felt like it was just go all over the place and I couldn't really get into it. Yeah, and I'm not the biggest Dolph fan anyway, so it, it, it's, it's a no for me. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break up the winning formula but I, I can't get with this all right i feel you on that kev i you know it, it is what it is man you know and again that's why we do this so that everyone gets our impressions of what we feel and so for me you know i i got where young Dolph was going I, I think what what makes it for me is that i've heard him in a couple of interview recently over the last couple of weeks or so and i see that young Dolph is actually he's growing as a human and so I'm going to give him a little bit extra on this track and just say that this project showed me that he was moving in a different direction. And if and if uh, Kev probably, you know, listen to this track or a couple of other tracks from the album a few more times, I think he'd get it. I'm not that it's anything to get with that. He is not in the same place he was during his first projects. And I I'm going to give him, you know, some kudos for the fact that he is moving in in the direction. He, he he's not there yet, but he is definitely headed in the right direction as far as uh, um, where he's trying to go in music, and that he's trying to be an artist. And I'll say that just like Kev said, it was a little bit all over the place as far as the content was concerned. I thought the production was very good, and he seems to his flow seems to be very nice. So I enjoyed uh, the project overall. Uh, but it definitely had a few, uh, it had a few cracks in, in it, in it, but overall it was a, a, a really good project. So let's jump into it with, uh, Malcolm. Why did you choose Mr. Glock two by young doll featuring key Glock? I had misplaced where I took notes on what song, um, which were, which were my favorites off of this, this album. So this was just one I picked that was not too bad. But there were, there were, these are not, this wasn't my favorite song, nor was it in my top three. But this just shows, I mean, production wise, why I lean toward, I guess, this album a little bit more, despite what he has to say. All right. Appreciate that, Malcolm. You know, I, I, I feel your reasoning for that. And I get that, you know, sometimes we are a little rushed on, uh, on, on preparing for our shows being that we all have, uh, lives outside of, uh, the podcast. So, um, uh, I feel you on that. But uh, definitely Dolph is headed in the right direction. So let's move uh, on and just say that this was our uh, segment, The Flavor. We hope you all enjoyed it. 
And now we're moving into our final segment for today, and that is talking hip hop. So let's talk about Kanye West's new project, Donda, and our thoughts on it. So let's jump into it with the youngest in charge. Malcolm, where is your head at with Kanye's new project, Donda? Not looking too crazy for it. I'm not like, like, not, I'm, anticipation is not too high for me um, when you talk about Donda, this this new project he's releasing. Um, I mean, there were, I know I knew a, a large amount of my peers were able to go to his listening party to hear the sneak peek of, I guess, the album, but album release. But, um, yeah, not too not too eager to hear anything from him. Could go without a Kanye album, you know. So um, I hope I hope for the best, and I just hope it's hope it's something that everyone can enjoy. No, I feel you on that, uh, Malcolm. So where we at with you, uh, Terrell? Where we at? I'm excited for the album. Some of the fact that I've been hearing little snips of it, and it sounds like we are going to get back the old Kanye. And which surprised me was I heard the snip that he had his longtime brotherhood Jay-Z in one of his songs. And I was like, wait, wait, time out. Is that, do I hear Jay-Z on a Kanye album? And I said, I wouldn't, I didn't think we was going to hear that again. And then when I hear that, I said, is this could be possible that we could, we finally could get Watch the Dome 2. And I'm just like, mm, the way how this year on music has been, you never know. Well, I'm not going to say that it's going to come out this year, but hey, you never know. It could come out next year or the next year after that. But I would not mind hearing a Watch the Throne 2 with Jay-Z and Kanye. As well, that he, now, Spectacation saying that he been living in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, finishing up his album, which it is true that that is happening, but we just found out that he is having a, another sound release party next Thursday for the album. And I'm like, I feel like some, something told me that I feel like this was a money stunt to get more people to come listen to the album, but also price the tickets up again for people to buy it again. And I guarantee you that it's going to be a full audience again at at this concert again. So we'll, we will see. But I can't wait for the album to come out next Friday. Yeah, definitely feel you on that thrill. You've been uh, wishing for this, and I'm glad you got your wish that uh, Jay-Z and Kanye got back together and to do their thing. For me, you know, um, <laughs> I need him to show me or give me a reason to care about a project that he's put together. Uh, I am a little frustrated with Kanye because he is one of the artists that can truly push us in the direction that we want hip hop to go in. So we'll see what he has to say uh, with this project. But for me right now, eh, I'm good. Let's move on to the, our anchor man. Kev, what were your thoughts on uh, this whole Kanye and his project Donda? I, I'm starting to feel like Kanye West is heading towards being the biggest rapper of all time. It's not too many times a person or an artist could fill up a 40,000, 50,000 seat arena just to watch this person stand in the middle of the floor and not really perform. You're listening to music. You're listening to unedited music. And that's a that's a testament to who he is. Like, you know, we talked about Soldier Boy earlier, 
about how, you know, his promo game is is top notch, but you know, Soldier Boy can't promo like Kanye. Drake, I don't think Drake could even do this. I don't think Drake could have fifty thousand people come to a stadium and not see a Drake concert. He's like the only one that could. Right. Kanye West. No one I don't no one in music. Travis Scott. I, no one in music could do what Kanye West did down in Atlanta. Travis Scott. No one in music could do what Kanye West did in Atlanta. You no know one. A two year of Astro World. No one. Astro World. Astro World was great. Do you the know con- the, the stage set? The stage setup. It was the stage setup. The stage setup for Astro World made that experience better. But Kanye West came out in a mask in a red puffy coat and jumped around in the middle of a in a middle of an arena and people walked out of that place like oh my god this is great no it's not great he gave you unedited music and you knew he wasn't going to give you the album no time so matter of fact i don't think he's going to release the album he supposed to release the album the same day as nas i don't even think that's going to happen i don't know when we're going to get this i think in all honesty I think Drake, I think Kanye is waiting for Drake's date and he's going to compete with Drake. That's what I'm going to tell you. He, don't, I don't think Kanye is going to compete with Nas. I think he's looking for Drake and they're going to release on the same day and it's going to be a big day and there's going to be a big debate about who's better, who had the better album. It's going to be this back and forth, but I'm not too excited about the Kanye album because just like last time, you know, he he dropped the album and then he pulled it back and then he added it, edited it some more, put it out. They pulled it back and edited it. It had all these different edits to it. And it's like, if you're going to give us something, just give it to us. And, you know, I could get the hype, but just give it to us. Like, don't give us, you know, don't don't play a whole album at a listening party. Give us four songs to kind of get the people riled up instead of the whole thing. But, you know. That, that that man has put himself in a position where he could generate all this attention for something that we don't know when we're going to get something. And, and, and that's just amazing to his skill and his talent. But I don't have no anticipation because I know what he's done in the past. So whenever it comes out, whatever he gives us, I can go from there. But right now, I, you know, I think it's going to be a two-star project right now. All right, I feel you on that, uh, Kev. Two star project. That's. I mean, but 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 what are we getting though? We what are we getting? Like, okay, everybody's excited about the Jay Z feature. So what? DJ Khaled just had a Jay Z feature. Jay Z was on the um on the uh 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 what's that soundtrack? Judas and the Black Messiah. What? Like you're telling me a Jay Z? I mean, like nothing, this is not nothing against Jay Z, but a Jay Z feature is not what it used to be anymore. Like a Jay-Z feature used to mean something. You used to get one a year. Now we're talking the third one this year? But it's the it's he's not it's coming out with any project either. So huh? he's not right. coming out with any projects. So I mean, why can't he do features? He can't do right. features. I'm not saying he can't do features, but I'm saying that everybody's so hyped about that Jay-Z is featured on a Kanye's album, but it's like Cause it's, the it's, fact it's not a big thing though. Best friend- is the certified because they best friends and they have not been on a 
on an album hey, or hey, a features for don't, don't don't let the media hype you up do not let the media hype you up everybody knows we was, that kanye kanye is crazy that's number one number two we know that kanye was out here chasing this woman for decades trying to get her and then when he married her look what happened he was unhappy damn near the whole merge so you know something wrong with the boy a hip jay-z does this jay-z steps away from people that he know that they need to get their mind right he done it his whole career so jay-z being on kanye album ain't no big surprise so as soon as kanye gets about to file for divorce he gets a jay-z feature that he just did that day come on now come on man yeah but you have to realize but you have to realize when we first heard otis and them two on it that album was a phenomenal album that summer when that album came out that was the most played album and i don't know how long and then we were supposed to then get watch the throne too that's when we were so excited but when jay-z and kanye started to break up their friendship and they went distance though us as artists we got mad we got sad because we wanted to hear another jay-z kanye album and the question was are when we will we ever get a kanye jay-z watch the throne too we didn't know we thought that scenario was going to be gone that's why now this day of time everything everything that happened is over now and the fact that we heard jay-z on this kanye song that gave us artists and gave us the fans hope that we can get this album that should have been made about three or four years ago that's why we the fans are hyped that we got to hear a jay-z on a kanye album song like here's this truth. here's the truth you don't want to watch the throne two today in 2021 you don't want it he just came out with a don't want it you don't want it and i'm gonna tell you why you don't want it huh he came out with a release date on like social media i can't remember when i saw it this week i just can't remember what the date was you don't want to watch the throne too you don't want to put too much hype around this jay-z feature on kanye's album because if 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 the jay-z feature is what's going to pull you in i'm telling you it's not going to be good is not going to be good. The re- I'm telling you, this album is going to this album is not going to be that good. It's going to have too many features, and it needs Kanye needs to shine on his own. Well, I'm definitely Kanye can't have too many features, man. He needs to shine on his own, man, because everybody wants that old Kanye. But you're not going to get the old Kanye. You're going to get the guy. You're going to get this guy that's been married, that had kids. He's going through something with his wife. He he don't know if he want to be a gospel artist or he want to be a rapper. We already know the boy got he got mental issues. He 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 ain't he not confident about the way he look. You don't know what you want to get, but he needs to stand on his own to show that he can be the biggest thing going. And all these features is not going to be the it's not going to do nothing for him. It's going to be another DJ Khaled album. I'm telling you, Drake. If he got if he has more than five features on this album, Drake and Nas are going to make better albums than Kanye. Yeah, I'm definitely with you on that one, uh, Kev. I, I I don't think that um, the Watch Zone Three. I just think that both artists are going in different directions. And with that, we're gonna move on to our next topic in talking hip hop, and that is the Locks versus Dipset on versus on August third. 
Let's jump into it with Terrell. Terrell, your thoughts on the locks versus dip set. I'm excited for it. I really is. You already know who I'm who I'm, who I'm picking. I'm picking Dipset over Locks. I know fans are gonna hate me for saying that, but I'm a New York kid. I grew up listening to Dipset, so I'm just gonna see. I can't wait to see how it's gonna be. And I just seen P Styles. Or am I saying that P Styles Style P? Am I saying it right? Styles P. Yeah, Styles P had this made an address to um Jim Jones about this. Talking about oh you gonna get all the smoke that you that you asked for so I I gotta see how this is gonna play out I really do and it was very interesting that Styles P said that about this this um versus so I can't wait to see it I really can't yeah that's what's up Terrell I'm with you on that excitement you know the only thing that's killing me I, I I'm excited that it's a live audience I'm excited that it's happening in Madison Square Garden because the black people the hip-hop heads in New York deserve this type of uh, uh, uh this is almost like a hip-hop honors for two groups that need their roses now and uh I appreciate it for what it is uh neither group am I a fan of to the to the highest level. I was actually a bigger fan of Wu-Tang and some of the other groups of the 90s. But again, I know that these cats are, they deserve their flowers. So this is all good for New York. So I'm in love with that part of it. Uh, Let's jump into it with uh, Malcolm. What are your thoughts on Dipset versus The Locks? Um, I, I, I saw the same stuff Terrell was seeing on social media, them going back and forth. Uh, friendly banters. It's it's very entertaining. Jim Jones is very entertaining. You know, Dipset. Uh, you know, it's very Dipset and and and, and Locks, Jada Kiss, Styles P. They're very entertaining. Very entertaining. And uh, I'm looking forward to this great great collabs with with music. When you talk about these two groups, so the evening is going to be phenomenal. When you talk about the sounds coming out of New York, but um. Um, just, just another, another time to sit back and, and enjoy what, what, what the difference, what, what different parts of, what different branches of hip hop have just flourished and how we're, we're giving and paying respect to them now. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm with you on that one, Malcolm. So let's check in with uh, our anchor man, Kev, your on the verses, Dipset versus the locks. I, I'm loving the promo. I'm loving the promo that they have and going back and forth. It, it's it, it got to the point that people actually believe that both groups were actually beefing without even knowing that both groups are on tour together right now. So, you know, just the hype alone is, is going to push this up to a higher level. I, I think it's going to be an amazing concert. I think it's going to be a great just to see these two groups uh, come together and get the recognition that both deserves. I hate to pick winner of versus because I know it's not a, a competition. I know it's about uh, showcasing the two artists and and letting them get their love and get their flowers and get all that. Um, but at the same time, I know the type of music that the Locks have, and I know the type of music that Dipset has. And you know, Dipset could just play Diplomatic Immunity, just that one album. And it would hold its own against whatever the locks play. But Dipset has more radio-friendly songs. And the radio-friendly songs transition a lot better to concerts. And 
the locks are very lyrical and sometimes their stuff could be too hard you know what i'm saying like new yorkers will love it but a lot of people outside of new york ain't gonna like a lot of that stuff the locks are probably going to perform but you know cam has cam cameron got stuff that's going to blow people away and jim and jewels i mean even freaky ziki you know he got stuff that's going to be sounding good so it's going to be great to see these two groups you know perform you know back to back and just kind of really do it up and it's going to be it's going to be you know i don't watch too many of them but i'll watch this one live i normally wait to the next day a lot of times but I might, you know, this is something I'm probably going to watch, end up watching live because I enjoy both groups, and and I and I know that the lock that 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 Dipset is just going to just bring it for sure. Great words, uh, Kev. Really appreciate that. Uh, no one has any rebuttals on that. I really think that everybody covered the excitement for the verses very well, and I appreciate everybody's words. So if nobody has any rebuttals, we'll close it out. And we'd like to thank the audience for listening, for downloading our podcast. If you have any comments or questions, you can reach us at under a groove network at gmail.com. Again, that's under a groove network at gmail.com. That's our production company. And Malcolm, tell them where they can reach us on social media. You can follow us on Twitter at Mixed Era Rap and follow us on IG at Mixed Era Rap Pod, P-O-D. All right, that's what's up. We really appreciate everyone. And with that, we out of here. Peace. Peace.